Happy Thursday, everybody. It is January 26th, 2023, and we are back for episode number 53. It's the Marquis Pouncey episode of the Still City Insider. I am alongside the the legend himself, Mr. Jim Wexel. Jim, how is the new year going for you so far? Apparently, I'm a legend, so it's going great. <laughs> you are. You are. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's true. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your air squats or no? We don't want to get into that. My what? Your air what? squats. I mean, I do, I do squats. Everybody should do squats. Yeah. Yeah. It's important, man. It's the, the king of exercises. It is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of kings, and speaking of speaking, the king of the Steelers uh, had a chance to address the media today. We're talking about Art Rooney. Um, Jim was there in attendance, was able to uh, hear Mr. Rooney's comments, ask some questions. So we're going to get into that today in our discussion and also uh, do a little tiny preview and maybe some predictions if you're up for it of the NFC and AFC championship games. Uh, it stinks that there is no Steelers football, but we're going to try to keep you up to date and we're going to kick that off by Jim. You were there. Um, what nuggets do you have to share with us? I got to see a little bit uh, about what was talked about, but big day for the Steelers organization just to get read the tea leaves about what's coming. Well, you know, uh, every year he gives his state of the Steelers report about this time, and usually he tells us who they're going to draft, what position, what we want a running game. With. So I don't know if he's become more self-aware that he's just been giving it away. Steelers have been pretty obvious in who they're going to draft. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, who's going to overthink Joey Porter Jr.? I mean, that's Jarvis <laughs> Jones, Najee Harris, someone, some Marquis Pouncey. Sometimes you just know who they're going to take. Right, right. Um, but he was a little more evasive this time. You know, when when we uh, pinned him down on what do you want most of all, what do you need? It was we need to score more. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much been the outcry all year. Uh, so, But I don't know that that tells us what they're going to draft. I don't think they're going to draft some 260-pound uh, uh, red zone fullback or uh, some 6'8 tight end because their problems are in the red zone, right? Mm-hmm. He knows the problems with the rookie quarterback. Yeah. And I, I tell you, this whole press conference was rather predictable, at least from my point of view, there may be some talk radio hosts in Pittsburgh that are aghast, but every answer he gave has pretty much, I'm not saying I'm the only one, but I've been writing all this stuff all along. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, don't get so upset. This team has a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, his, his big thing was we improved with a rookie quarterback. And, um, well, why did you, why are you bringing back the offensive coordinator? Well, we improve with a rookie quarterback and we'd rather not start over. He, the Steeler way is consistency and stability in coaching. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I'll own my criticism of Matt Canada throughout the year. And I kind of backed off that stance as the, the year progressed, but Rooney made good points about, you know, the second half of the season going seven and two, but also there's something to be said for continuity and just watching how the Steelers organization works, not just with its players and giving them the opportunity to, to develop and show what they could do, but they're they're going to do it with the coaching staff. And why give a brand new offensive coordinator to Kenny Pickett in year two and stifle his development? And that seemed well, to be his sentiment. 
Well, the other side of that argument is, well, then you're going to have to start over in year three. Start over now because this guy can't do it. That's mm-hmm. their argument. Yeah. I'm not smart enough to know X's and O's well enough to know if they're right. Yeah. What I see, I, I, I like the improvement. I, I've been saying the same things Art said today. So there was nothing new for me to talk about on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was asked, would you have preferred they do, uh, uh, they, they, they handled the rookie quarterback differently? And he says, how do you handle a rookie quarterback? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Do you go in saying we're going to start this rookie quarterback when you know he's not ready? And if when he came in, you could see he wasn't ready. Yeah. But you also expected Trubisky to be more ready than he was. Yeah. I think that's a different argument, whether uh, Mason Rudolph or Trubisky should have been that bridge. Yeah. Mason would have been more prepared in what they want to do. Right. And perhaps he would have done better than Mitch and perhaps not. Yeah. But. Uh, in my opinion, there was something I saw in training camp that said, no, he hasn't improved his processing. Mm-hmm. That's And I, I hate because I liked a lot of what he was doing, Mason Rudolph in camp. Yeah. That that day when he didn't execute it in the two-minute drill, it flashed back to me. And I don't know if it flashed back to Tomlin at the same time, too. But so that's what – that's when I thought, well, it is best to go with Trubisky here. And then he didn't perform well. He performed well later. So apparently he needed time. But Pickett wasn't ready. I I, I just I can't disagree with any step that was made at any point. Mm-hmm. Because signing Trubisky when they did early, they got him fairly cheap. He mm-hmm. was wanted by others. I mean, a guy like didn't Mariota last into free agency? Those are the guys that last. You don't really, that's not your priority. So I thought they got the guy when they didn't. They didn't know Pickett would fall to 20 at the time, but they liked Pickett so much, they weren't going to say, well, we have Trubisky. I I just can't argue with any move they made along the way. Yeah. I really can't. Yeah. And and I think I read this correctly, that Rooney was asked about the potential of the team hiring an offensive assistant um, I don't know if that that's accurate. Was that asked in the press conference? Yes, in the vein of Brian Flores. Okay. And, you know, they just want to put another chef in the kitchen, you know, yeah. another cook in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, if there is a senior guy out there and he will, you know, a Byron Leftwich comes in and he's perceived as looking over Matt Canada's shoulder. And are these two getting along? Do we have competition for who's going to be the offensive coordinator next year in Mm -hmm. in 2024? So I never liked that idea at all. Yeah. Brian Flores was a uh, uh, highly regarded coach and fell into their laps and probably hadn't been hired because of his situation where he was suing the league. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Left which fell into his situation because, geez, Arians is gone. Brady's old. Maybe his offense isn't as good. Look. Nobody's open. The running game stinks. Yeah. That's how he became available. He was perceived as not having what it took, whether I'm right or wrong, but it's not like Flores coming available, a highly regarded coach coming available. Right. So let me uh, let my conspiracy theorist mind uh, work a little bit here. Do you think it's possible that they're looking at the uh, potential of adding an offensive assistant in the event that Canada? doesn't perform well next year well 
I guess he's not performing, but isn't calling the plays effectively that they have a way to, I guess, seamlessly shift that duty over to a Byron Leftwich or whomever. I Again, yeah. I know it's a stretch, but. The guy who's looking over his shoulder. That, that's yeah. what I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, get that out. I mean, you don't go in saying, well, in case our first plan sucks, we got another plan. You better not think that way or your first plan is going to suck. Right. Right. I, I don't see that. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't see that. Now, if a senior, when you say offensive assistant, those are the guys that are getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Those are the youngest guys on your staff. They're called offensive assistant. I think you mean offensive senior assistant. Office, yeah, offensive senior. Potato, potato. No, no, <laughs> no. We already have offensive assistants, and they're busy getting coffee right now. Okay, so, senior, uh, senior offensive. Assistant. Some kind of senior assistant, like a, a okay. Flores, where he's not perceived as looking over uh, Austin's shoulder. Austin's learning from him. Tomlin's learning from him. Mm-hmm. He's helping the mix. He's over in the corner of the training camp field working on new blitzes. Yeah. And, you know, and then they talk with Austin. Austin's more of a secondary guy anyway. Yeah. And secondary guys are better coordinators, in my opinion. Yeah. In oh. general, general speaking. But Flores sure showed a lot. I yeah. sure showed a lot, and perhaps he sticks around. But if a guy like Tom Moore came available, a senior, older, a guy who's not looking to take jobs, mm-hmm. but a guy you respect so much you want him in the brain trust, where Matt Canada's not feeling threatened, and there's no, well, if this isn't working at a halfway point, we fired a guy and promote Tom Moore. Well, yeah. I just used him because he's an, I mean, he's a great mind, and he's yeah. got a Steeler background. Yeah. Just, just bring back Bruce Arians. Well, I mean, his offense was deemed a failure here. <laughs> I know. I know. They couldn't run the ball, right, under under no, that? No, two deep drops for a, a quarterback. That they were paying over $100 million protect yeah. the investment. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just some other stuff that he talked about, being excited about the future. Good to see Kenny Pickett's progression second half of the year. Um I think a little bit of uh, much much ado about nothing uh, in terms of when he was asked about Mike Tomlin's contract extension. I think he said something along the lines of, you know, we haven't thought about that yet. And some people were, oh, you know. So there's uh, a do out there? Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. You know, someone asked him if he liked his fans. <laughs> you know, I mean, how, there's only so, so many ways you can answer some of these questions. Yeah. So yeah. there's, I mean. There's no ado. Mm-hmm. Any uh, any other things that that stood out to you? Um, and I know you said it was a pretty straightforward. You anticipated what he was going to share. Anything that caught your attention that made you think, oh, that's interesting. You know, he wants the passing game to develop. It's not mm-hmm. like he's satisfied with just a run game. He, of course, wants balance um, and defense. You know, if we could read body language that we couldn't tweet was um yeah we got we got some holes on defense he was happy with that the defense improved yeah that, that went with the quarterback and it did improve especially after tj got back and there were other positions that improved but free agency could leave that defense in tatters in particular the secondary and they know there's an inside linebacker problem whether the answer's in-house and miles jack just needs to be healthy and larry Ogunjobi needs to be healthy um, but, uh, you know, they have so many uh, secondary men up for free agency. Mm-hmm. So, you know, before they decide that they're going to 
draft Joey Porter Jr. Or before they decide they're going to draft two corners out of those first three picks because they need a nickel too. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to see who they bring back. Yeah. Or they might do a whole – the first three players will have to be secondary men. Right. Right. And I don't want to jump down the rabbit hole of free agency in the draft, but just a couple quick questions here. I mean, Cameron Sutton, I I think that that, that's got to occur because then you're going to have two brand new starters there. And Akella Witherspoon is, I read something, somebody was saying, uh, buy or sell, is he starting? He's not going to start next year. Um, I mean, potentially he could be a cap casualty, but how about Terrell Edmonds? at the strong safety position. Is there a chance that they re-sign him? And then I've seen some speculation about his brother from Buffalo, the inside backer, being that there's a need there. Could they make that move to bring him in to bolster the inside position? Okay, speculation from our own podcast cannot be used (laughs) later as you saying I've seen speculation. (sighs) Oh, Come on, I'm I'm jumping up some views here. Well, you know, Tremaine Edmonds is going to cost a lot, but I think yeah. you can you can you can you can expect a bit of a, a hometown discount, as we like to say, uh, as you can sell family to him. Mm-hmm. And Terrell maybe comes at a little bit, bit of a discount, but you're talking expensive. There's a my understanding is there are a lot of linebackers available in free agency, and it's not a good draft for linebackers. Um, uh, strong safety, you have Casey too. Uh, I uh, as much as I'd like both of them back, uh, they may they may give close to the same deal to both. Mm-hmm. Whoever takes it first gets it. Yeah, I've seen them do things like that. You know, mm-hmm. that was the old Earl Holmes, James Ferrier. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes they're not as smart as they look when it just when their methods pay off. They just mm-hmm. give the same offer to both, and who takes it? And Earl Holmes went shopping to Cleveland. They mm-hmm. word got back to Dan Rooney, and Dan Rooney said, "Call the other guy." It wasn't we need James Ferrier. He was the other guy. Yeah, he was the guy who was going to take the same deal, the yeah. the Mike Wallace, AB Antonio Brown deal. Well, the call the other guy. If he don't want it, call the other guy. Yeah. So I think you might see that kind of uh, deal with Casey or Edmonds. I like both of them. Yeah, yeah. I is I love Terrell Edmonds' durability, his likability on the team, the sacrifice he gives, his toughness. I really like Casey's tackling and ball hawking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that tells me I like Casey a little better. Yeah. The thing I like about Edmonds is that every year he seems to get better. I mean, there were questions early on with him, uh, whether or not he was a pure safety. But, you know, he's not the greatest in pass coverage or covering the tight end, but he's he's consistent. He's reliable. And he's like he's got him. that he's yeah, he's got that rapport with with Fitzpatrick. I try to bring both of them back if you can. Now, yeah. you know, if, if you're going to be able to do that, I mean, that's you know, you're talking dollars. So, um, all right, Jim, well, before we we just talk briefly about the championship games, uh, I'm halfway through on the clock. And I got to tell you, I'm getting schooled learning about Bill Dudley and, and uh, Joe <laughs> Green at, at North Texas. And the story I just was reading about Franco Harris last night. And I didn't, I didn't know this, but um, I guess that he was playing second fiddle to Lydell Mitchell, and that really worked out in the Steelers' favor for for them to be able to to grab him in the draft. Well, I don't know that it worked. I mean, they took him thirteenth. I don't know how much it worked out. It's not like Lydell Mitchell was taken before him, but every time that Art Rooney Jr. and his Dick Haley would bring up Franco Paterno and the guys would steer them to Lydell Mitchell. Why? 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 What? 
What was the reason for that? Well, I just, you know, you read it, in the end, after Franco was suspended, he was pulled from the starting lineup and came in later in the game for a cotton bowl. Because he was late three minutes on, on purpose. Intentionally. Yeah. yeah. To defy Paterno and see how. And so those are the kind of little, little moody things that maybe Paterno didn't like. But when mm. Franco called Paterno and said, um, what about this? Turner said, don't worry. Anybody calls me about you, your attitude, or why I suspended you, you'll get an A plus grade from me. Yeah. So, and and I believe what wasn't Paterno uh his presenter at the Hall of Fame? So whatever minor differences they have may have had, and however they were trying to promote Lydell Mitchell, and Franco didn't have as good a senior year as he had a junior year. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you're bringing all this stuff up and Please tell the readers that, you know, you're reading about Bill Dudley, but it's not like you're reading an encyclopedia. It's story form. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's so good because so every night before my son goes to bed, we do reading time. And so he reads and I'm reading my on the clock book and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I can't put this thing down. So he's staying up later and later. But the stories are just they're you so good. Those stories to your son. This is Steelers history. Oh, uh, he's he's starting to develop his 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 uh, stealerness. It's coming out. So <laughs> there might be an f bomb every now and then. So yeah, it's not okay. like he hasn't heard him. Okay, okay. <laughs> now I, the, promoting my book is one thing, and you'll you'll love it. it. It'll continue to be fun. If you're only a Franco Harris, you've got the seventy four draft still to come, and that's fun. Yeah. Uh, but um, um. Our site, it's Steel City Insider. You asked me about free agents, and Matt Steele has been writing some great stuff comparing the Steelers to the 49ers. It's like 49ers have now become Pittsburgh's team to watch because it is the style that's developing. Yeah. And Kenny Pickett even said in his interview with Cam Hayward in a podcast, really good podcast, oh, why can't we just steal their passing concepts? Why do we have to hire a new coordinator? Yeah. I'm like, bingo. Exactly. Yeah. You have the pieces. You have the run game style. Uh, things are breaking that way. So uh, Matt Steele's been right on it, and he's releasing his free agency plan Sunday morning. We're going to have that on nice. site. I can't so, wait to um, check that out. Yeah. I, I, You know, you asked me about free agents and things like that. Matt is pretty sharp. Matt really does deep dives into this stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm looking forward to reading it myself. Yeah. That's yeah. that's Sunday. Tomorrow we've got Roy Countryman doing the defense. And if, if you read Roy's offense, the futures, the people who sign futures contracts, it gives you a little tip off as to what they're trying. They're fortifying right now mm-hmm. that they won't have to fortify in the draft. Like there are multiple receivers that are talented and special teams oriented. Um, to fight for those last jobs. It's almost like they're satisfied with what they have up top. They're filling in the four and five spots. Yeah. And I'm uh, anxious to see what Roy has on defense. Like what spots are they fulfill- filling with the best guys they could get yeah. off the street? Okay. And what direction? You could see the guy they signed up uh, who was a Viking out of Penn State. I think he said he caught three career passes. He was a track star, caught three career passes, but he's a punt gunner. He's a really good punt gunner. And Minnesota, that's what they kept him. And Mm -hmm. he played for them and before they let him go. So the Steelers bring him in. His name escapes me. uh, uh, Excuse me on that. That's I'm not as wired in as guys like Roy Countryman and Matt Steele. It's nice to have young writers 
taking over. I mean, I'll have to be on top of every single thing. <laughs> awesome. Well, I am definitely looking forward to to checking that out. And you mentioned about Kenny Pickett talking about the San Francisco offense. So let's segue into championship weekend. You've got the Niners with their rookie quarterback, Brock Purdy. Uh, Purdy, he's pretty good. I uh, couldn't help myself. That was pretty good. I probably yeah. never heard that one before. <laughs> Taking on the Eagles in Philadelphia. Uh, and then you got the the Bengals going into Burrowhead. I mean, Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Chiefs. How do you see this weekend playing out? Well, uh, I think the Bengals are going to win it all. Oh. Um, I saw the line move from uh, Chiefs by one to Bengals by one and a half, two, two and a half. Mm. But now there's footage of Patrick Mahomes not limping. Mm. So now people are telling me that Kansas City's back favored by a point. Even if Pat Mahomes is healthy, I don't see them beating the Bengals. Yeah, I don't see the Bengals being flustered by Kansas City noise. They've won there already. Uh, Joe Burrow, I don't know that he gets flustered by anything. Um, the receiving core is magnificent. Their yeah. linebackers, you know, they stopped Josh Allen's run game. I don't see the Chiefs darting players. You know, they have running backs and the slot men, even without Tyree Kill. Just darting over the middle, quick, quick, quick. Yeah, I see the Bengals linebackers and safeties. I love Jesse Bates. Yeah, I like Bates. Bell's very good too. Yeah, and their rookie corners playing well. Eli Apple, I can't even find any problems oh. with. Except he doesn't shut his mouth, right? Yeah, yeah, he needs to. <laughs> but he's playing better. Um, and Mike Hilton. I mean, this, this, they're going to beat the Chiefs even if Mahomes healthy. Mm -hmm. I don't think Mahomes is going to be healthy. Yeah. So, uh, any other game, I don't see Brock Purdy. I think the Cinderella thing ends for Brock Purdy because he's going into really. I know Kansas City's loud and love the smell of that parking lot. Man, nothing smells like meat more than Kansas City tailgate. <laughs> you know they're they're cooking the meat to put on top of their meat. That's just uh, Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah, no, that was there long before Andy Reid. It's they get the best steak in the country out there, and man, yeah. you can smell that parking lot. Yeah. I remember walking through the, the cafeteria line because the steak's at the end. And I said, what are they just baking for? And they said, you're supposed to put that on your meat. So it's like, you don't see many old people out there either. Yeah. It's all the way they eat. I don't know. That was a joke at the time. But so <laughs> you, got, you got the noise of Kansas City, but Philadelphia, man, there's more venom that comes out directed at rookie quarterbacks there than any yeah. place in, in the world. That's a really tough place to win. I know Jalen Hurts has a shoulder issue, but he didn't look bad last game, did he? No, and I've seen them play just living out here near Philly. I've seen them play a few times, not in person, but just I'm surrounded by Eagles fans. Man, makes me make makes me pine for home of of, of Pittsburgh, but they're good. I, I don't see the Bengals. I see the Bengals winning as much as I hate to give any props to the Bengals, but I Philly's gonna win it all. They're they're, they're 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 loaded on both lines. Yeah, guys that I've wanted coming, they guys that have been topping my ass kickers list every year. Uh, they've got them all. I, I couldn't believe I, I hadn't been aware of all that. And hey, the Steelers hired one of the chefs over there, that talent personnel talent. And uh, I did notice that. Uh, is there any changes in the way the GM's uh, working? And he said, uh, Omar and Andy. The GM is Omar and Andy at mm. draft time. So okay. I've been trying to say that Weedle's the head of 
personnel, but Omar's his boss. Yeah. Mike Tomlin is everyone's boss except for Art Rooney. Yeah. And that's just how it is. So uh, he said there's some changes already. And someone said, well, what kind of changes? He said, well, we'll let Omar talk after the draft. Yeah. Any kind of changes. But he said, you know, we don't want to get away from what Kevin did. Everything Kevin did work. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they have Andy, uh, Andy Weedle, and he helped build uh, the philosophy of Philadelphia, big linemen, powerful linemen, and yeah. just get them all. And they have them all. They have like five yeah. on each side that are just ass kickers. Yeah. My language, but that's what they are. But when you get into the Super Bowl, I'm looking at Burrow. Burrow's already been there once. Uh, I'm looking at – I know Jalen Hurts has been in a few big games himself, college national yeah. championships. But, so that's right. I'm, we're arguing already about the Super Bowl. But uh, I think Cincinnati and Philly, and I think you agree on that. Yeah, yep, Cincy, Philly, yep. And uh, I I cannot uh, stomach a, a Bengals win, so I, I got I to gotta take the Eagles. Well, you gotta you gotta go with the flow, man. You you can't. It's like getting mad about politics. You just you can't control this stuff. So don't get mad if the Bengals win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, I, I try Super to control. World is a pretty cool. I, I try to control my inner child, what? but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you don't need that stuff gnawing at your own belly, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would rather have nobody win. <laughs> but I mean, You'd rather have the game canceled. Yeah, actually. Speaking of which, the best line of the press conference, uh, what do you think of the uh, the uh, seeming uh, intention of the league to play these NFL semifinals at neutral spots? He said, I hate it. I hate it. I'm sure you read that on Twitter, right? I didn't see that, but uh, I imagine that he has a little bit of sway in whatever decisions made around that. Well, one would hope, and one would hope everybody hates it as much as he yeah, does. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Neutral exactly. site. Get out of here with that. That's nonsense. Get out. Get out. Get out. And he did he, he did Shut say – this t- podcast down now because of that. Yeah, and and uh, Rooney also – I think he closed the, the, the press conference by saying, make sure you check out the Still City Insider podcast. It's the best Steelers podcast. Oh, that's how I closed it, right? All right. Well, let me throw some more marketing out there. Answer Man. <laughs> Answer Man will be back. I know it was in Ask Wex was, uh, you know, it was like three, four questions. That's all. It's like, do you ever put like a, a record, a, 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 a recording on Facebook? Say, hey, listen to this. And somebody says, well, you should be listening to this instead. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my Ask Wex call them, I ask them for questions. And they're like, well, why don't we do an answer, man? No, it's like, we don't like this column. Do another column. And so. <laughs> Finally, yes, answer man. We'll be back. So that's some marketing for the next couple of weeks. We we'll, maybe we'll do it before the Super Bowl. Another one. Okay. Talk about the Cincy Philly showdown. Sounds sounds good to me. And how, how are you going to deal with that? With your your gut, you gnawing at your gut. You're, hey, I you mean, really don't like your hometown team. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, this isn't my hometown. Well, where you're living, right? And that makes it where work. I live. I'm and, yeah. And then the Bengals, yeah. You, so that's tough for you. That's tough. Yeah. I just, I, hey, when people talk talk trash to me, you're like, oh, hey, what uh, a couple weeks ago, I was with some Eagles fans. They're like, hey, what time does the, the Steelers play today? I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. I had my I had my Steelers shirt on. It, it said uh, uh, Pittsburgh. So many, so many rings, it should be a planet. So I made sure that I wore that to say, yeah, enjoy your one, one trophy there. I like it. I yeah. like it. Bunch like of clowns. Bunch of clowns. You're getting angry again, aren't you? I am. I am. Shut this podcast down. I think so. I think, uh, and that's going to do it for episode number 53 of Still City Insider Podcast. 
Check out Jim's work at the Still City Insider. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jim Wexel. You can check out my work at thestillstudy.com and give me a follow at Still Study. And we will see you back here soon uh, for episode 54. Take care, everybody.